guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. My goodness, it's been like five or six days. Honestly, I think I think this might be the longest I've been on a hiatus on record. Like, I know there have been like three-day, four-day hiatuses back in like 2016, maybe 2017, but never 18, 19, or this year. So I must apologize again, guys. Man, I have ne- I, I never would have thought. That I would have been this busy. And this is what we're going to be talking about. Because we need to talk about how I made myself pandemic proof. I'm hearing these accounts and these different things. Of people going through some of the most dire of times. Just as I was going through at the end of March. You know, being all tucked away here in my condo. And no one on the train. Shopping malls are shut down. Everything is shut down. This place was deserted until they started opening up just a little by little. March 1st, March 17th, June 1st, June 17th, and then, of course, July when they started opening the schools. Half opening the schools. And now universities are finally open for the first time uh, this week and coming up until next Monday. But in saying that, guys, I didn't know. I I was very reactive rather than proactive. You know, I was trying to communicate with people on Twitter. I had met this one lady. I thought we were going to do a podcast together. We ended up not doing it. But nonetheless, I was just filling in some of the most ridiculous, like, things into my daily schedule. But one thing that really transformed me was the transformation, right? The transformation journey, the transformation program that I went through with Mira. But before I even get into that, I'm going to do a big shout out to my guy by the name of Boss. Boss was a trainer at the gym I used to work at. Now, work out at. Now, back in March, I told you guys that that gym shut down and that they weren't going to open up for a very long time, right? It took probably about two, two and a half months for them to like or three months to fully reopen. Um, And so when they shut down, I was like, well, I'm not going to be paying these fuckheads. And then I realized towards the end of April, the main guy who used to own one franchise, he quit along with the shareholder who me and them, that, that was like next to Ken while I was working out there. I used to teach that lady's daughter, and I knew her son. The guy, David, the CEO, who now owns his own gym, which is so amazing. He took that leap of faith, but they all quit it. And then I got an email from this place saying, oh, if you guys have you know, lost any money to these two, please let us know. Give us a call. I'm like, what? And so I, I like snapshot the photo, and I sent it to him. And I said, hey, man, uh, just to let you know, I got this email from them. They, they are doing some dog-ass shit. He's like, yeah, I'm, they, they realize that I'm opening up a gym just like right behind them and they're not really happy because they feel like I'm going to take away customers, yada, yada, yada. I said, well, the only thing they're doing right now, they're throwing sand and wind and that shit's just going to come back and smack them right in the face, just shooting themselves in their own foot. Now, I had no desire to go back there because I really didn't like the place anymore, even like this was at the beginning stages of February. But so I was on the bus and I was coming back home today. And the guy, boss, he was like, hey, Arsenio, how's everything? I no longer work there. I said, wait, you said you were going to finish working at the end of August. She's like, He's like, yeah, but I had a conversation with the shareholder. I'm sorry, not the shareholder, the investor. Because for foreigners to create a company out here, they need investors. I don't know how they met. Of course, the CEO of the company, he would never like open up like as a lot of – I wouldn't even say a lot of people do like opening up, but it's very difficult – for people to open up. Let me give you an example. Luke, Luke, who I used to do the collaboration with, he never really opens up 
or he never really opened up about just a little personal details about his life. Never. Hey, Luke, how's everything going? All good, man. All good. No, motherfucker, tell me how it's going. So when you talk to the CEO and the investor, and I just felt a weird vibe around here. Like, she would come up to me and she would give me a hug. Obviously, she has a husband. Her husband, um, his father owns, like, an entire building in the heart of Bangkok. They're fucking loaded beyond loaded, right? But I just felt like, you know what? Nah, I ain't buying it. I feel like there is something wrong with her. I feel like she's she's just because I don't know what it is. These English speaking ties that speak very, very good English. They are the scariest ones to fuck with because I feel like they do so many black market type of shit, man. Like they don't give a fuck about anyone's opinion and they're very crass and rude. So I always realized this from her, but he told me the situation. He said, Arsenio, I was talking to her. I said, yeah, he's like, yeah. And then I, uh, she's like, so what are you going to do? He's like, well, you know, I have a client from here. I don't understand why he told her because he knew that that would have been an automatic termination. You're basically telling the owner saying, hey, I took one of your clients and I wanted to teach them on my own throughout COVID, obviously because the gym was closed. I completely understand it from his perspective, him having a family, him having a newborn, that he needed to do that. And just as I did, you know, even with the people I work with today. I don't give a fuck if someone approaches me and says, hey, can you teach me outside? You're damn right. You got, I'm going to teach you outside because there's no, re- there's no reason for you to give all your money to that guy over there who really doesn't give a shit about you. And they give you a bullshit ass book and you have to pay exorbitant fees when you can just pay me online. I'm going to give you a hell of a lot more and another 110% on top of that because I'm able to teach and develop your core values. Right? Right? I don't teach English. I teach about life. They don't understand that, especially Thais don't understand that, but a lot of people should get it by now. Two days later, boom, he got fired by, of course, the guy Richard. It's funny. I actually brought Richard onto this podcast back in 2018, probably around March, between March. It had to be about March, but I always realized something was wrong because right after I brought him on, I brought a guy by the name of Steve on, Steve Pipe. And then he up and quit all of a sudden. I really never understood that. And then other people would quit very just randomly. And I'm like, what is going on? Because obviously when you're a trainer, all you have to do is just snag up about three three to five of those clients and teach them outside and ch- charge them the same thing. He's like, Arsenio, the trainer said. He's like, do you know how much they take away from me? They take away about 60% of my salary. So, of course, I'm going to try after that. And if the, the, you know, if they come to me and they say, hey, man, you know, I'd rather just like work out like not not through here, but somewhere else. So, yeah, you can work out with me. That's kind of like me. Hey, yeah, you can learn with me. You can come learn online with me. That's exactly what I fucking do. Right. Remember, you guys are going to be listening to a podcast at the end of this month. I don't want to put it out right now. But this is about people who are liars. And they're saying, oh, Arsenio, we can't charge that fee because we don't charge them the same thing. But yet, yet again, you do do that. So all in all, what I'm trying to say here is he did what he had to do. If a gym shuts down and a client says, hey, man, I still want to work out at the gym. I don't want to pay that money. What's going on? Be like, hey, come work out with me. You damn right I'm going to do that. If it's a life or death situation, fuck you. Now, I don't understand why he slipped up and told the motherfucking bitch of an investor. I don't understand that concept, but guess what? Money is everything. This guy had been around that bitch 
for three years. He trained her. He taught her in classes. He went to her place along with her husband, the condo. They did and breathed everything. And all of that is completely stripped once you break rule. Now, I don't condone what he did. Looking at it from the perspective, oh, you know, it's it's a breach of the contract. Goodbye. Get the fuck out of here. It's like... I don't know. I don't know. How can you, you know, that's just you being at a place and you're just looked at as a number. They don't give a fuck about you. Just like my work permit job, you know damn well he doesn't give a fuck about me. That's why he didn't give me any money. So that's why when the girls come up to me, are you free? Are you free? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Did you guys take care of my pockets in March, April, and May? No, you didn't. Guys, I'm just trying to look at this big picture. But it's crazy how. Three years of relationship and everything with these people just gone. And he had already quit. But when he spilled those beans with the investor who's a bitch, but they were close outside. I'm telling you, man, when it comes to money, people just don't give a fuck. And this is one of the saddest parts about human beings in general. Like, I understand, okay, breach a contract. I don't know what you're going to do in regards to that. But for you to just terminate everything, it just make it just goes to show you that, hey, three years, hey, you breached the contract, get the fuck out of here. That's like three years gone. And all you get is a get the fuck out of here. I don't know. That's why I don't like, this is why I don't like dealing with people much. Dealing with foreign, it's not just this country. It's what I've seen. This is why the other guy who had the franchise, he left, built up his own company. And the guy who actually got fired, boss, he's going to be working with him and training over there. The other lady who I love so much, she's absolutely adorable. She was the front desk lady. Her name was P. Need. She ended up leaving too. Why? Because they're fucking assholes and they don't have a vision. There's no vision. You got to have a fucking vision. So pandemic proof, coming back full circle with the whole transformation program. What do I mean by pandemic proof? Well, when I talk about or, you know, if I talk about, you know, the pandemic, I had no money, guys. I had nothing. I'm going to tell you a lot of things that have just happened over these past couple of weeks that I haven't been telling you because I just haven't had any goddamn time, right? All the transformation, you know, the transformation Tuesday, the Friday, everything, even in regards to global coaches, which isn't going to be debuting until I become a licensed life coach slash transformation coach. So that's not going to be happening. There will be another relaunch and a rebrand coming up towards the end of the year, probably the beginning of or the first quarter of next year. So stay tuned for that. But, um, End of March, I realized one place didn't give a fuck about me. Told you guys about that already. My main job, they didn't put anything online for about five to six weeks. When they put it online, I made about $300 a month for the next couple of months. That's all I made. Three private students, and I'm lucky I had those private students. You know, I tried getting one private student. I was like, yeah, man, you could just pay me directly because, I mean, there's no use to paying those fuckers. Because you're learning online. But then he ended up not he ended up not buying anything. Then Kim Kim ended up disappearing for about six to eight weeks. Or probably six to ten weeks until she finally said, no, no. When I said I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy. And she actually purchased her little thing. I said, there we go. That's really good. So, anyways, in saying that, I was just really scared about that big visa fee. The $800. Plus this fucking crazy ass condo and the ridiculous ass, you know, about power bills that have been just flying in. Which I just literally just turned off my air. And I'm like, dude, because why? I was, I was thinking from a scarcity mindset. 
It wasn't until I actually went to upcountry. Okay, Arsenio, here goes this a lot. Okay, Arsenio, these three days, okay, these three days, okay, we actually need you for 10 days. I'm like, yes, 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 because me, I'm just building my savings back up because, well, it went depleted. There was no work, man. If it wasn't for those two women in uh, in the upcountry, I would have been fucked either way it goes. But then was the life coaching, and I started changing my mindset. I do believe that I raised, or that, yeah, I've risen, you know, my, uh, I've, oh my God, I've risen myself. My consciousness level has gone up. Let's just put it that way. Why do I say that? Well, it was a week of just a lot of messages, either Facebook page, Arsenio, man, thank you so much for, man, I love your podcast so much. Vietnamese girl, yeah, I listen to your podcast, you teach IELTS this and that. And there were like four other people. One of them was through email. Hello, Arsenio, I just want to congratulate you on your ESL podcast. You know, I li- I'm learning TOEFL IBT Home Edition. Uh, I was wondering if I can, you know, purchase some coaching hours. Uh, do you take PayPal? Da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, no way. Guys, think about this. I've become an asset. I've become such an asset where a lot of my acquisitions, there are no middlemen that are needed. I had Zoom. I got on a call with her. She was dead serious. Didn't even know it was a her. I thought it was a guy. I thought it was a guy from like Jordan or somewhere, right? So I got on a call with her and sure enough, she paid. Just like that. I said, think about it, guys. Let's just think about it here. This is the ESL podcast, not this podcast. This is going to be an entire new rebranding too. But she heard my podcast. She heard the value. The trust was extended. She hurried up got in contact with me, and she bought from me. Now remember, she doesn't even know who I am as an individual. But the trust and how I taught and everything was established that quick. This is why I've become an asset. Could this have happened if I was still doing the same things before COVID? No, because I was low in consciousness. I wouldn't have done the transformation program, the life coaching program, any of that. Guys, I'm over here like, oh, shit, okay, she transferred over here to PayPal. Okay, I got this allotment. Okay, I'm sending all this money back home to America. Oh, shit, I got like four other payments coming in real quick. Okay, wait, Kim Kim, wait, you want to pay more? Okay, hold on, hold on. Oh, shit, I got a bonus. This money is now free-flowing in, multiple sources of income. Back in March, it wasn't like this. I have become, I have a source of information that people need, but not many people have to give. You know, I was talking to one of the ladies at the the language center, and she was like, Arsenio, do you know any other American friends that could teach TOEFL, ITP, here? I'm like, first and foremost, there are no teachers in this country, number one. Number two, there are no teachers that are going to move to upcountry. That's number two. Number three, the majority of teachers in this country Probably about 2% of them know how to teach TOEFL ITP. Now, you can get these bullshit-ass Thai tutors, you know, to try to teach this, do this, all that other garbage. But to be honest with you, you have the ability. I have the ability to become such a profound asset that people are asking for my services. And I believe that that was the biggest, the, the most the biggest, most significant limited belief. You know, I'm doing this right now and I'm getting ready to have a healing session coming up this Friday with uh, Mirror, which is going to be so great. Um, and then consecutive Fridays after that too. But I 
it was very difficult for me to get someone to pay for my services straight up, right? Even the girl, there was a girl from Tanzania who kept sending me all these messages, you know, in regards to her TOEFL. And I'm like, listen, I gave you one free one and then I corrected one. That's all you get. And, and then, you know, she sent me another one like X amount of months later. I'm like, hey, did you want me to grade this? If you did, if I, if you want me to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to purchase a package. She's like, oh, how much is it? Listen, it ain't even that much. I think there's like eight, what is it? Eight, oh my God, what? God damn it, eight, um, you get eight corrections for $40. That's $5 a correction. That's actually fuck all cheap. And she disappeared. I said, hey, I'm not going to lower my rates. Lots of people from Arab countries and, in, you know, in India, you know, they've asked for my services and asked about how much things were and Pakistan, obviously Arab countries. On my Facebook page, they didn't want to pay. Okay, up to you. A couple of other guys got in contact with me on Instagram. They didn't want to pay. Okay, all right, up to you. I'm not going to lower my services to, look my, to make myself look desperate because I know what I'm fully capable of. The jab, 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 what I've been doing since the beginning of June, it has now paid dividends. So how can you begin to create something? Guys, to be honest with you, this is going to be my highest salary month since June of 2016 in terms of my income statement. I haven't even touched the Udemy and everything, all those courses yet. I'm going to be touching those, obviously, tomorrow. If I can actually finish all those videos tomorrow, I'll hurry up and submit my Udemy course very quickly. Um, but me looking at what I've built, and I had to go up in consciousness to get this free-flowing amount of abundance. Do you know how good it feels to see a large portion in my bank account, money in my PayPal account? which I'm just going to let sit there. Money just coming in literally on a 5 to 7 day basis and money obviously in my, you know, my bank account out here in Thailand. Do you know how good that feels? It's such a sense of relief because I don't remember feeling this financially independent since 2016-2017 when all was going well, when I was saving this, I was really I really wasn't investing in anything which really sucked. But um, you know, I was saving this. I was doing a lot of different things. I wasn't becoming financially educated. Um, but luckily, you know, I saved for a rainy day. Let's just put it that way. But over time, I built up my skills. Spotify constantly just uploading, uploading, uploading. Now, I went from getting a consistent, what, 200 plays a day on my ESL podcast. Listen, guys, just to get, I get probably 5 to 10 plays per podcast on here. That's it. Honestly, you guys are like my super fans. That's all I got. And do I want anything else? No, it's a passion project. I can give a damn. But just to put into context, this is exactly what has happened over the past four years. I literally have put this content out. In the ESL podcast, I started tagging things. I started like looking into, okay, let me do a TOEFL here. Let me do a TOEFL here. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let me hurry up and, you know, get together with the voiceover coach and, you know, get an Instagram TV, which is going to be coming this upcoming Sunday, by the way. So follow me on Instagram, the Arsenio Buck Show, if you guys want to stay tuned for these really awesome short stories. I'm going to be working with the voiceover coach from Jordan. But nonetheless, what I'm trying to tell you guys is I have consistently put out content and helped people. I've been helping people in the whole IELTS world since like the beginning of, uh, what is it, June? 
Now, the people, the people who I've helped, I helped probably about eight to ten people, both in the speaking and uh, in and in the writing. Did they come back and pay me for this? No, no. But that wasn't what my attempt was. If it was, that would be manipulation. I'm jab, jab, jabbing, and I know that someone somewhere will find out about me. Guys, that specific podcast, if I go to that podcast stat, the podcast where a lot of people know me from has 2,000, um, what is it, has 2,500 plays. This is how people are really beginning to get to know me. 2,517 TOEFL IBT. And if I go to those, and, and if I go to that country, again, guys, I probably posted that, uh, oh, November 29th of last year. That's interesting. Okay. But anyways, if I look at that, the number one country, Mexico, 587 plays. Brazil, 505. Indonesia, 318. America, 286. Turkey, 226. And then Peru. That's where one of the students had come from. Peru. Germany's now climbing the ranks. Estonia just downloaded three of my, 300 of my episodes yesterday. I just had another 800-day play on my ESL podcast. And now I'm averaging not only 200 anymore, but I 100% that. I two times it. Now it's at 400. Daily average over the last two weeks. Everything I put out is now paid dividends. See, when you look at it from a scarcity mindset, how can I hurry up and make money? I got to pay bills. I got to pay that. Look at the realities of money. You're not going to be able to make money that quickly. If you look at it over a six-month, you know, a six-month, um, what is it, time frame, then you'll be able to probably make some sense out of it. But to be honest with you, to make money that quick – I mean, unless you watch the Gary Vee and you want to flip things out of yard sale, I, I really, really doubt that, you know, people in America are having yard sales in this day and age right now because obviously COVID is just running rampant out there. But, hey, you got to build up an asset. You know, I was listening to Brendan Bouchard. He's like, you got to try new things, try new things, try new things. You know what I'm going to do? The biggest recommendation right now. You guys listen to me, but I want you guys to dedicate the learning to an, uh, an audiobook. The Napoleon Hill Law of Success, the Dale Carnegie, all these audiobooks, Abundance Now, Lisa Nichols audiobook, it's all available on YouTube. How about you just get on YouTube and you pick that up and you start learning? That's all you really have to do. And with that are going to come ideas. Because I feel like right now, your brain is an electrical, uh, isn't electric, electrical, oh, oh my God, electrically, electrically? What the hell? It doesn't have that positive charge. It's like dormant right now. Mine, there are just signals just rampant firing everywhere. And this is how I continue to build up on my ideas. But your mind possibly doesn't have that. You're constantly focused on what you don't have rather than what you do have and what you're going to become. That's the most important aspect. Remember that whole exercise I did? And I probably still have it in my little, um, what is it, in my little uh, daily planner I realized that all my attention was going to, oh, I don't have money, I don't have students, I don't have this, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. Again, if it wasn't for the upcountry ladies, boy, April would have been one of the roughest months and I would have been in trouble in regards to my visa. But because I kept at it and I just kept building, I ended up having the most successful month of my entire uh, WordPress site. Uh, what was it? The month of April. And then the month of May was another massive one. And then, of course, it just leveled off and went back down. But my podcast is now skyrocketing and people are now, ooh, he's really good. You know what? Okay, let me hurry up and get in touch with him. And that's how I got that Peruvian girl to pay six hours. 
coaching hours. Just like that, guys. This is why it's so important. So now it's like I'm getting all this work and I'm like, fuck, man, what's happening? So you guys are probably wondering, like, where are you right now? I'm back in Bangkok. I literally went there for two days. I taught for like 12 hours and I came back. Now, again, teaching for 12 hours and I got a bonus on top of that. Pretty good. Again, all I do, and, and it's very cheap out there. The food is delicious. It's only like a, a dollar and fifty cents, you know, compared to Bangkok, which is far more expensive. But I went out there, I came back, and I looked at it, and these girls were like, Oh, you know, there were a lot of problems in regards to this this system test. Not even gonna get into it here. But I didn't say, Oh my god, that means I'm not gonna get money this month. Oh my god, oh my god. No, I didn't think about that. I went downstairs, started chatting it up. They're like, Arsenio, when are you going back? And then they're like, Arsenio, we have an opportunity. Would you like to become the director of da 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 I said, director? Okay, what about the manager? And I'm like, I could be a curriculum developer because they're going to be opening a language center. So then, no, I'm not looking at dollar signs because I know that that's already here because I'm already up in consciousness. Same thing with Mira. Mira did her five-day uh, five chakra healing. Now... She officially begins to start supervising coaches who have already graduated with the Jay Shetty. She now has the Jay Shetty email. Guys, I'm telling you, this is what it's all about. This is so exciting because now with those two girls I cancel, I was real quick. I was real happy to get the hell out of that place. Arsenio, why are you going back so late? I was like, man, I got to get out of here. I don't want to stay here. Why? Why? Well, now because I know I could be more productive out there in Bangkok. Let's just put it that way. And I can do my interviews and all my teaching online very easily there. And they're like, okay, so we got this student, we have this group, we have this student, and we have this student. I said, oh my God. Here I was thinking like, oh, well, they don't have any students. I might not come back till like the end of this month. No, I'm going back next week already. When one thing happens and goes away, I'm like, okay, well, I know that's a sign from the universe that something even bigger is going to come. I'm pandemic proof. Are you pandemic proof? If it happened to you the first time, okay, that's fine. But if it happened to you the second time, that means you didn't learn and you just didn't care. So if you go back to work and then everything shuts down again and you don't have money again, you didn't learn your fucking, you didn't learn the first time. All these Thai people, they were killing themselves. I think there was someone um, at some hotel. I forgot where it was, but some guy had a family. He committed suicide out there in America. Uh, because, you know, all this pressure from, I forgot what it was. I don't know if it was Wall Street or something like that. Um, oh, MGM Grand. There we go. Out there in Las Vegas. That's right. A man was working there, killed himself, had his family and everything. He was just had a mountain pressure on top of him. But a career right now, that's pandemic proof financial services. Unemployment last year was probably about 3.1%. Only went up to about 5.1%, 2% incline. Although hospitality went from, oh my God, probably 5% all the way up to 30% right now. In some other countries, it's probably up to like 80%, especially here in Thailand. It's probably like 80%. You know, these, the, the lower hotels are relying on Thai people to pay for their services every month. It's a disaster. So did you learn from it? What did you learn from it? And what can you start learning now? Whereas you're going to be pandemic proof. Guys, I'm an asset in the world. I know the TOEFL. I'm learning. I'm doing, you know, I'm, you know, getting up all these audios and I'm doing all this research. I'm doing an array of different things. But other teachers aren't because they never learned those specific sub skills. I'm going to top this cop. I'm going to top the podcast off with this. There was a teacher, a John Law. I actually work with him. And a Chinese teacher, by the way. 
And I said, hey, man, so how's everything going? Had a conversation with him in the lobby area. And I was like, hey, you keeping busy? He's like, man, I only have one. Uh, I only have Saturday. I don't have anything else. And a, a Monday and a Wednesday evening. And I'm like, dude, I'm saying to myself, like, that's what makes me sad. You're just waiting. You're waiting for something to happen. You're waiting for something to come to you. Although we live in a in an age of social media, whereas you could just create, create, create. I saw all those sad faces in that room at the end of April, and all these teachers like, "Oh my God, okay, I'm waiting to go back. I'm waiting to you know learn again. I want to teach again. I want to teach again. I want to teach again. Go create your own work." You know, I mean, maybe I'm lucky because you know, two years ago I created an ESL podcast, and this is why so many people follow me. But let's just call it for what it is. I developed my passion. And that passion has finally paid off two years later. Are you willing? Other people have gone back to factories. Next thing you know, 800 of these employees at a factory uh, just north of here, they're all laid off. Saw some of the women crying outside. You guys were laid off for three months. You didn't realize after a week, like, oh my God, I can't sit around and wait. I got to do something now. Let me go find another job. You waited for the place to open? For swimwear? Do you think people are going to buy anything in regards to swimmer this year? No. Guys, I'm just saying. <sighs> you need to model someone. But I think the first thing you got, you got to do before you develop anything, personal development. Because with personal development, you're going to realize, especially depending on what language, you know, because if you're not American and you listen to this podcast, if you're Filipino, like I have my Filipinos listening to me, my folks out there in Switzerland, uh, and so many other countries get this information, learn something from a personal development book and start documenting your journey. Start writing about it. Oh, I don't know how to write my, my language. Oh, you, uh, I'm sure you do. Oh, I don't know how to write. It doesn't matter. Just start writing. You'll learn. If you look at some of my write-ups probably back in 2015, 2016 compared to today. Yeah, my write-ups back then, it was very, very amateur compared to what I'm writing today. Why? Because I've become a lot of what I've read and what I've taught. So I'm just going to leave it with you with that. Start putting time and effort into developing your mind. Once you start developing your mind, a lot of ideas are going to begin to come. That's how it all begins. Because you can start trying to figure out things. Oh, let me figure out a passion. Guess what? Once you start developing your mind, you're going to realize your passion somehow, some way. That's exactly what happened with me. In 2016, I wasn't really passionate about teaching. I was just like collecting money, collecting money until I got a project saying, oh, Arsenio, can you teach this specific preparation course? Oh, my God, he's so good. He just taught 300 students. Hey, Arsenio, can you teach over here? Hey, Arsenio, can you do this? Hey, Arsenio, can you teach at a bank? Can you teach HR? Can you do this? Can you do business presentations? Oh, my God. All these are specific soft skills that a lot of people need. I become that asset and it's time for you to become an asset. So in saying that, guys, so good to be back. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Arsenio Buck show. And again, Stephen Covey's coming up tomorrow morning. You already heard it here. You heard it here first. And I'm very happy to get back into Stephen Covey because it's been just too damn long. In saying that, guys, stay tuned for more over and out.